Everybody, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast, episode number 72, with the NFL for recap. And before I get into that, I wanted to apologize. Me and Jeff are supposed to get on and do a episode last uh, Friday, but my internet has was out. My internet went out from um, it was Friday at 4 p.m. and it wasn't back on until Sunday about. 10 a.m. and I, w- I was gonna jump on and do a do a solo episode real quick, but then my computer needed to update. <sighs> so all of that being said, plus not only the frustrations of not gonna be able to do a podcast, the frustrations of no internet and um, trying to entertain my four kiddos and and trying to entertain ourselves without that, and it's something that uh, you realize you can't live without it, but. Um, the NFL week four we had a, we had a quite an interesting week. Um, you had what I like to call prove it games, and you had two of those this week as two teams that and what I consider prove it games are two teams that yeah their record says says they're good, but they really haven't played any good teams. They both played good teams this week. Find out we'll find out how they did here in a little bit. Um, we had we had upsets. We had missed field goals that cost games. We had the return of Tom Brady to the to New England, um, when and much much more this week in the NFL for recap. All right, guys, let's let's start into it now. Um, I was ten and six in my predictions, so uh, I was eight and eight eight and eight the first week, eleven and five, eleven and five, and ten and six. So I've been on quite a bit of a roll the last three weeks. And I'll put my predictions out on Thursday before the game starts and give you some of those predictions for week five coming up. But, all right, week four, the Thursday night game was the Bengals. The Bengals sneaked past the Jaguars 24-21 to with a last-second field goal to win the game. And when I was picking in my Survivor League, I, I was going to pick um, the Titans. And I was like, oh, the Titans will beat the Jets easy-peasy. And then I saw that their two wide receivers were out, Antonio Brown and uh, or Julio Jones and AJ Brown. And um, I said, well, they should still beat the Jets, but I feel a little iffy about it. So I switched it over to the Bengals game. And my first reaction was choose the Bengals because Lawrence is going to continue to struggle. I thought, 
But there's also that game that Lawrence is going to win. That Lawrence is, is going to play well. And he played well in this game, but just, just didn't do the good enough job to get the job done. The Jags went up 14-0 at halftime. And right before halftime, they failed the score from the one-yard line. And the Bengals ran with that momentum into the locker room. And they carried over into the second half. And um, Bengals ended up getting the victory. Now, Trevor Lawrence played better in this game. He threw no interceptions. He didn't have a touchdown pass. He played better. We're seeing him. Um, settle down a little bit and, and and progress here. So that's what you want to see from your quarterback. They don't pick up the victory, but um, Trevor Lawrence played better. So that uh, is a little bit better for the Jacksonville Jaguars and not their coach, Urban Meyer, who uh, owes the team um, a big apology. But um, the Jets, we just talked about the Jets and Tennessee Titans. The Jets fly high and stun the Titans 27-24 to in overtime. Like I said, Titans were missing both Julio and Brown. Henry rushed for 157 yards. And and Zach Wilson also played better. He he had some some big-time throws, some big-boy throws when he had to to get the job done. Um, Tannehill looked bad in this game, taking sacks left and right. The Jets were able to get to him and pressure him. And without those two wide receivers and just a running game, Tannehill couldn't get the job done. Um I'm not a big believer in Tannehill. I'm not a, a big believer in him. I think uh, the I think Derrick Henry helps him out a lot. I think the rushing attack helps um, them open up the lanes for him to throw. And without some decent wide receivers, Tannehill Tannehill looked bad this game. So Titans fall surprisingly 27-24 as New York gets their first win of the season. The Chiefs dominate the Eagles 42-30. to um, Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns. Hill had a humongous game in this in this one. He had 11 catches for 186 and three touchdowns. Now, I don't know about you. I, I'm surprised that the Eagles put up 30 points, though. Should the Chiefs' defense be worried it gave up 30 points to the Eagles, or am I totally discounting the Eagles' offense? Now, it was in Philadelphia, and um, Hurts is playing okay at this point, but am I dis- totally just way off on the Eagles' offense? Can they put up points? Because from what I've seen them play with the 49ers and what I've seen this, them play against the Cowboys, they really couldn't do much. So, And and if anything's a weakness on this Chiefs team, it's been this defense. So something to look forward to going in, uh, keep continue going in the season the Chiefs are still last place in their division right now um, but I, I think by the end they'll be close to the top if not they should win the division um, but some other teams have really stepped up in that division this year this season but this was a pr- the next game here was a prove it game and it was the Carolina Panthers versus the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas dominates they win 36 to 28 this first half of this game was close back and forth. Both teams playing great. Um, the first half made me go, okay, this is a game that's going to come down to the wire. And um, Carolina was leading at half, 14-13. The defense was playing well. They were Both defenses were playing spectacularly well, hitting guys hard and playing tough. The second half, defense pressured Darnold and getting two interceptions. They scored 20 points in the third quarter. The Dallas Cowboys did and got the victory. Now, a couple of things I took away from this game. Zeke Zeke looked really good. Um, 
He had 143 yards rushing and one one touchdown. He looked really good in this game. If you go watch him play, he, he made some spectacular moves. He looked explosive again. Um, so the Dallas Cowboys seem to have a uh, Zeke back. Now, they have Tony Pollard as well, who who has a burst of speed, and they can use him as well. And Kellen Moore needs to get um, a pat on the back. He, he is doing fantastic with this offense, and I, I like what they're doing there. Dak only had 188 yards, but he had four touchdowns overall. And um, they they look good. The Dallas Cowboys look good as they beat the Panthers. And the Panthers, I wouldn't say they're they're a fluke. I, I you know Darnold looked good the first half. Um, if they can protect him a little bit better, they're, they're missing Christian McCaffrey. They're missing two of their best cornerbacks. Um, so they they're missing some key spots. And look, Dallas was too. I'm not taking anything away from Dallas. Dallas is missing some key players as well and was able to dominate the way they did. Um, I, I think Carolina could be a tough team. I'm not going to write them off yet because they didn't prove it in this game. Um, but Dallas looked really good. The Saints, whoo, bipolar self comes out as they lose to the Giants 27-21. And Daniel Jones throws for 400 yards. And when Daniel Jones throws for 400 yards on your defense, there's something wrong there. The Saints' defense is what's going to have to win them games, point blank and period. They're not going to have a reliable quarterback in Jameis Winston. He's not he's not consistent enough to show you what he's going to do each week. So this defense is going to have to step up. And they're usually pretty good, but uh, they didn't play very good this week. If Daniel Jones is throwing for 400 yards, um, they only gave it, you know, 27 points. You know, it's, it's not a lot. It's not... A little bit you know, right in between they only scored 21 so the Saints don't look too good without Jabriz. Um I don't know are they going to continue to stick with Jameis Winston we'll see how long he lasts there and maybe maybe uh, McVay not McVay but um, what's his name I can't think of the, uh, the Saints coach's name um but maybe he changes over to Taysom Hill to see what they can do there. I I don't trust Taysom Hill though throwing the ball consistently all you know four quarters of a football game. The Browns find a way to get get a win against the Vikings, fourteen to seven. It's an ugly game that someone had to win, and Baker Mayfield looked bad in this game, and he came out and said it. You know, I look he looked bad, and that uh, you know a win's a win no matter how ugly it is and that's true this is one I think both teams got to wash off and move on to the next next game but my bigger question mark is the Vikings only scoring seven points at home they have the offensive manpower to score a lot of points um they have two great wide receivers they have a great running back and cook and and um Cousins is a above average quarterback I think you know something's going on with this team this is a team that's always disappointed in what with the talent that they have. They've disappointed year after year. And this is the year that I believe that Zimmerman is out the door after they f- that, that they fell to, to do anything. Um, I don't think they make the playoffs. They don't win the division in my, my, in my mind. And they could turn things around. But it's going to be very hard when you're going up against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. All right, moving on. The Bears' ground game gets the job done as Fields gets his first career win 
as a starter. Um, Fields didn't have anything spectacular. He was able to move the ball a little bit. He had 209 yards and one interception. Um, and Montgomery had 106 yards on the ground. So they were able to pound the ball, and they were able to rush for over 100 yards with him. Um, he is actually sprained his knee and will be missing the game this week. But do the Bears continue with uh, Fields, or do, do they go on with Darnold? And this is something um, that the Bears continue to struggle with at this quarterback position here. And, and I thought I heard um, – I thought I, I thought they said that Chicago is going back with – with Andy Dalton, but I'm not sure because this back and forth isn't good on any of them, right? You need, you want to have a consistent, um, consistent quarterback, a consistent leader out there on the field every week, and it, if you're changing it up every week, then that becomes an issue. So I, I don't know. I don't. I think they're starting field, or, or I think they're starting adults, and I'm not sure, but. That's a week-to-week thing with the Bears. You never know with them. So, all right, the Bills shellack the Texans forty to nothing. Nothing else needs to be said about that game. It, nothing else. Brissett's magic falls short this week as the Dolphins lose to the Colts twenty-seven to seventeen. I honestly think that the Dolphins need to go all in for Deshaun Watson. And this is a team that has a good defense. They have a good offense. They just drafted a um, a good wide receiver. Tua is not your answer. Tua is not the guy. He struggles. Brissett came in with his team, same team last week and looked really good in week three. Struggled a little bit this week. He Brissett was going back to play. He, he used to play for the Colts. But the Dolphins need to go all in. A trade, excuse me, for Deshaun Watson. He's a good fit. He's a good quarterback. Um, and why I think it works there is because even if the you if you trade for him and he misses next year, right? Say they suspend him for a year of football. He's still young. You have Tua to to be there and, until you figure out what he is, and and then Deshaun could come in and take back over. But if you trade it for him now, you could save your season. You could – he could still play. He's not on the exempt list. We have no clue what's going on with him. I think he would play. And then if you have to serve a suspension next year, whether it be a whole season, six months, whatever the punishment is, depending on when this case gets wrapped up, which is still a mystery about how long and what's taken so long to do to get this, to get it done – and figure out what he's going to char- be faced with, charges-wise and everything, um, I think it's worth the risk. It go all in. You know, the, the Patriots don't have Tom Brady no more. Um, so this division is up for the, the, the taking, and, and the Bills are going to be that team for now, um, you know, with their quarterback and, and situation and the team they got. They're really good. But... I think the Dolphins need to go all in, and I think he, I think he should be, and 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 will be a Dolphin next year. All right, the football team gets the job done against the bad Falcons team, thirty-four to thirty. The the Fal- the football team was able to, f- to claw the way back in and fight back in, 
Um, my only takeaway is this. I'm just disappointed in Washington's defense this year. It hasn't been as advertised. Last year, they were a beast. They got to the quarterback. Um, they were able to just be a – even though they didn't really have a good quarterback, they were able to be a disruptive force enough for this team to win some games and win the division, actually. Um, but it's not been that great this year, and they're not getting to the quarterback. So – and defense doesn't carry over. You know, I, I talked about this before. It doesn't really carry over year to year. You know, it changes up a little bit, and you see that with the Rams' defense this year, and you see that with other other defenses going on. And who, you know, the Panthers' defense wasn't wasn't number one last year, and and has been number one this year so far. So, um, a little disappointed there in, in Washington, but uh, Wilson does enough to get the job done in San Francisco, twenty twenty one. Jimmy Jimmy G does what he does. He always gets hurt. Lance comes in. Lance had 257 yards and two touchdowns. And I want to see more of him play. Uh, Jimmy G is a decent quarterback, but I want to see Trey Lance play. Uh, he might be the best rookie quarterback to come out of the class. We, we've seen Lawrence. We've seen Wilson. They've all struggled mightily. Fields has struggled. Um, I, I, you know, Trey Lance is the one we haven't seen come out here and, and throw the ball consistently, not just use his legs. He's He can do both. Um, I want to see him play. I'm interested to see what he can do. Now, when you're talking about quarterbacks and, and coming out this year and you know, which ones are, are good and which ones are bad, or you know, it's too early to tell duds and all that stuff, right? you got to give him some time to grow here. And you know, Trevor Lawrence coming out with so much hype, someone could say that, oh, man, he hasn't lived up to it yet. But you got to give these guys some time and consider the teams are going to. But um, Mac Jones looked really good the other night against the Patriots. He did. And he surprised me. So he, you know, he looked he looked like the other night that he was the best one so far. So kind of interesting to see how these guys are going to do and, and monitor those careers over the next couple of seasons. Um, this this game though was a big win for Seattle. They go on the road. They get a tough win against the division, a tough division, um, and they keep from falling one to three because the team that falls out of this race. In that division is going to find a hard time to scrap their way back in, and they they were able to to fight and claw their way back and not go down one and three, so they're two and two, and it's a good win by Seattle. It is time to put some respect, okay, on the Cardinals' name as they go into L.A. and they beat the doors off the Rams. 37 to 20, and this game wasn't really even that close. They the Rams scored a late touchdown to, to get 20 points. Arizona ran for 216 yards on this Rams defense. That's what I'm talking about on defense. Last year you wouldn't have done that against the Rams. This year they come in, they run the ball 216. Uh, they threw the ball over the field. This team is dangerous. Watch out. This is going to be a wake up call for the Rams. Hey. We were rolling. We were rolling. We got our. We got punched in the mouth. Now they got to pick themselves up and move on to next week. Put this behind them and move on. And we're gonna see what, um, what they're gonna do about that, right? A team, sometimes a team, to get punched in the mouth and lose can be a good thing, especially when it's early in the season. Now, if it's if it's uh, in the playoffs, obviously, or you know, when it gets later in the year, obviously, in the into the playoffs or playoff run or whatever. It's not good, obviously. But sometimes these games, when you just feel like you're invincible and then you get beat like this, you're like, oh, 
Maybe we need to take a step back. Maybe we need to stop feeling ourselves a little bit more. I feel like this game is going to be that wake-up call for the Rams. I, I still think the Rams are the best team in the NFL. Um, the Cardinals, though, you better put some respect on them. They better be in that top five this week. And we are going to do power rankings this week on our episode 73 uh, with my co-host Jeff. So look forward to that and see where we go with what teams make the top five. But the Cardinals just look good. They just look good offensively, defensively. They're a fun team to watch. And uh, they they remain the only 4-0 and team in the NFL. Packers and Steelers. Packers get the job done 27-17. The Steelers' offense, man, is lethargic. It's boring to watch Big Ben overthrowing wide receivers. If he hits two wide receivers in this game, they're probably scoring touchdowns. This game's a lot closer than it looks. Um, and it's it's they might have won the game. You never know. Rodgers look good, uh, but they suffer key injuries again. Preston Smith was hurt. J.L. Alexander is going to miss some time with a shoulder injury. Um, they're getting multiple looks at it. He can play with a brace, but do they want to risk him playing with a brace and risk him getting hurt? The, the main thing for the pa- the Packers is right now is to do the right situation for J.L. Uh, Alexander. This guy's one of the best, if not the best, cornerback in the league. Okay, um, he's top three. He is your future star. He's a star player. You got to pay him. You have to keep him healthy. You got to make the right decision here. I'm fine if you got to set him out for six or seven weeks. I'm fine with that. I think we can survive those weeks without him. We're already missing our best pass rusher, and Darius Smith, and he might not ever play football for the Packers ever again. Um, because of contract issues and our the Green Bay Packers next season are going into cap hell. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And now it depends on if Rodgers on the on the roster or not. If he's off, that, that'll clear up a lot of cap space. But um, we'll see. We'll see. So we're already missing some key injuries. It's not good for our suspect defense, but they get the job done. I expected us to beat the Steelers. Big Ben um, can't do it anymore. And he's he's hurting his team playing the way he's playing right now, and and he should have retired last year. This next game here was also a prove it game for the Denver Broncos. Denver, I haven't trusted you all year. Your defense is fantastic. Your your quarterback has been playing fantastic. I'm not a big believer in Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not a big believer in this offense. Broncos allowed Jackson to throw for 316 yards. He threw all over him. Um, Baltimore beats Denver 23-7 in Denver. Um, they were only able to score seven points. Now, Teddy Bridgewater did leave with a concussion. He took a pretty big hit, and Drew Locke had to come in. Um, this was a perfect game, like I said, for Denver, and they didn't show up. So I'm a little disappointed. I'm sure Jeff will have to come on and defend them coming up um, on this next week's episode but that was a prove it game for me Carolina's was a prove it game for me and neither one of them showed up so I feel better about Carolina honestly than Denver and I'm going to say that because they they have a better quarterback in my opinion and Sam Darnold looked like the other day the first half especially that this guy can get the job done. He had two rushing touchdowns, and he looked good. They got to, sh- they got to f- uh, fix that offensive line there in Carolina, though. But um, yeah, Broncos didn't show up. 
they get beat. They get smacked in the mouth 23-7. Let's see how they react to that next week. Um, the next game is the big game everyone was talking about all week was Tom Brady going back home to face Bill Belichick. And in my honest opinion, Bill wins the battle against Brady, but the Bucks get the last laugh as they win 19-17. And the reason I say Bill won against Brady is Brady didn't play good. He got outplayed by the rookie Mac Jones, and Mac Jones, up to this point, didn't look so didn't look super fantastic. Um, Jones had 275 yards, two touchdowns. Brady didn't throw any touchdowns. He didn't throw for over 275 yards. Patriots would have won if they hit a 56-yard field goal at the end, but the kicker missed it, and um, just just cost the Patriots a good win. This would have been a great win for them going up against Tom Brady, but you know, it is what it is. Tom Brady finds a way to win. He did drive down, you know, and, and get the, get the field goal at the end. So they, they, they get the job done. I was hoping, you know, I projected and I picked Tampa, Tampa Bay to win, but you know, if I'm wrong in a pick and, the, you know, Tom Brady loses. I, I'm not too upset about that, right? I'm not too terribly upset. So I'll take it. This game, the next game, the Monday night game, the, the Chargers get the job done at home. They win 28-14. to This game was a game I was expecting to be a little bit better for the Raiders side. Derek Carr only had 196 yards, two touchdowns. Um... But Justin Herbert, 222 yards. He had three touchdown passes. Very efficient. Eckler went off in this game. He had 117 yards on 15 carries. And they looked really good. Um, Derwin James had an interception. And I I think if this team stays healthy, they could be one of the best in the league, the Chargers. And the Raiders are are really good too. Don't don't get me wrong. They played a tough opponent, and they ended up losing this one. You're not going to win them all. The Raiders look have surprised me this season. They looked better than I thought they have. And the Chargers just get the job done. At home last night, Herbert looked good. And Herbert surprised me, guys. I ain't going to lie. I watched him in college. I thought he was a good quarterback. Um, there was talks about him not being ready to play year one. And he played spectacular year one. He didn't get all the starts. But he started after um, after Tyrod Taylor got injured. And from his own training staff, and um, Justin Herbert never looked back. And he's a dangerous quarterback that he makes a lot of tight window throws. He throws the ball all over the field, and he makes um, smart decisions for the most part with the football. He threw a couple bad ones against the Dallas Cowboys, and it cost him interceptions. But for the most part, he throws the ball. He throws it. He throws it, and slings it. He's not afraid, and that's what I really like about him. Um, this team's going to be good for a while with that quarterback. With Eckler's a really good running back. And this defense, if they can stay healthy, they have defensive um, people that, you know, Bosa's going to get to the quarterback. Derwin James in the backfield. So I like this team um, health-wise. If they stay healthy, I like them. But, I, you know, the, my gut, when I was picking this game, my gut said go with the Raiders. They've, uh, they've surprised you all year long. But I picked the Chargers to win. And I went against my gut. And I ended up up – I was – right this time so that that was a good thing so 10 and 6 this week on my predictions um that's your week 4 recap guys now 
Uh, last Saturday, I went out to the TCU-Texas game. I'm a TCU fan because one of my good buddies went there, um, Andrew, and um, he he went there and has got me kind of involved in TCU. And I've been a TCU fan in, in college sports, college football, and my job, they turned a truck into a TCU truck. It's a, um, it's a um, residential trash truck, but they bought it and they they painted it TCU and they put speakers and TVs in it and stuff, and they tailgate at about, probably about six or seven TCU home games every year, and we're able to go out and, and eat and and have fun and play some cornhole and, and watch the game in the parking lot. And it was a fun time. I didn't expect us to beat Texas. We kept it close, but we ended up losing in the, in the end. So it was fun. I, I'll definitely do it again. And and um, what wasn't fun I was trying to find parking, and I parked on the other side of the stadium because I've never been there before for the tailgate, and had to walk 35 minutes or so to get to the tailgate. And then um, luckily I got a I got to drive back to the the stadium or to where my car was at the end. And but it was a fun time and it was a good game. And TCU ended up losing though, but um, we took the girls Halloween shopping the other day for their Halloween costumes, and um, that's kind of what's been going on in my week. Work's been hectic lately, but other than that, that's your week four recap. We will do an episode this week on Friday and put that out for you guys. We trying to pull out more content. I need to get on TikTok more. You'll hear my predictions for the week coming up. NFL week coming up. I usually put those out on Thursday on TikTok and give you my predictions there, and I'll send it around to Facebook as well. Um, all right, guys, that was my week full recap. I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your week, and take care, guys.